maybe if you're going to work on things, shut the power off first. Probably should. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. It seems a little crazy that it's already time to start talking about wrapping up 2020. Because I remember when we were talking about the start to 2020 or like (laughs) three months in, like, what's this pandemic going to do for 2020? So now it's time to talk about wrapping it up. Seems like this year has gone by pretty quick for as crazy it's been and how it's been a weird year, not going to lie. But it did go quick. And I think it went better for a lot of landscapers than maybe they were anticipating. I know some people that were in maybe like bigger cities that had more restrictions and shutdowns on things. Maybe it impacted them a little more. But like in general, like if we're going to talk overall, especially everybody in our academy, most everybody has had Great year, their best yeah. years ever. And yeah. even they're already booked into 2021. Yeah. So that that's awesome to hear. Yeah. I know some states were having some issues or not issues, but I know Michigan was a little bit initially hit kind of hard because the governor or whatever didn't allow them to work, which again, yeah. And I hope. think that was just like on a state by state basis. Yeah. Some places, but like you said, most of our academy members all mm-hmm. had great years. And great so, years. Yeah, so. so. But you do have to look back at 2020, not just 2020, any year. It's always a good idea to kind of look back on your year to see what worked, what didn't, and make some kind of plan for going forward. Because you can't change things that you aren't monitoring. You can't just like keep hoping for the bet, like, you know, thoughts and prayers. Hopefully it'll be better. Fingers crossed. That's not a real plan. Yeah. No, you have to plan things. It's like anything, you know, you plan a vacation, (laughs) you're going to plan how you're going to get there. If you're going to drive, how you're going to fly, who you're going to fly with or whatever it is, you're planning things out and you need to do that for your business. And we find a lot of people don't do this. Mm -mm. And you have to like keep up on it. I mean, I've been like hoping to lose like 30 pounds for like five years, (laughs) but I've never put a plan in place and I've definitely never followed up on it. So guess what? It hasn't happened. Maybe in 2021. We'll see if I make a plan. (laughs) Anyway. New year, new year. Yeah. But (laughs) what we do have available for download is just a little guide to planning your Mm -hmm. 2021 season. I like to kind of first take like that 30,000 foot view, Mm -hmm. look at things. I'm not one to automatically like dive into like each specific tactic. To me, you got to kind of take a broad look at things and then you can go from there deciding where you want to kind of hone in Uh, and what you want to hone in on. You can like, we need to focus on marketing. Okay. Then we'll do a separate thing for that. Right. But you kind of have to take a broad look first. And so to kind of explain what I mean. And real quick, if you want to download this, you can head to milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash 2021 and you can download this awesome little planner for you. It's just kind of help keep your thoughts in one place and to get you started. Mm-hmm. So it'll be in the show notes for the podcast. Yep. If you're YouTube. watching this on YouTube, we'll have it in the notes there too. Because yep. I always like to have just like some kind of little guide just to help get mm-hmm. me started because my brain can get off on thought tangents pretty easily. So so the first thing that you really need to do is just look at your expected sales. Like if you had made a budget for 2020, 
I think even if you didn't formally make one or write it down, most people have like kind of an idea of what they want to do, right? When you say, well, yeah, you need to look at what you did last year and then what you're kind of expecting for next year as well. So I would look at what you had planned to do for 2020. And then go into your accounting software and and then see what you actually did. And I would even break this down more. I would do it overall for like your business in general. But then if you have different divisions, I would do it by division as well. Yeah, because one of the things when you start looking at these, you need to start analyzing, like, is it worth continuing some type of service? So you kind of break things down when you get into right. divisions because it may not have been worth it, you know, or it could you can attribute to this year being kind of different. So well, you can you make those start. determinations then, because mm-hmm. if you don't look at it by each division, you could be like, oh, my company didn't make any money. Mm-hmm. Well, OK, why didn't it make any money? If you break it down by division, you can be like, oh, man, our landscaping division stunk, but our mowing did great this year mm-hmm. or vice versa, whatever. It just kind of gives you a little more leverage and a little more fine tuning as you can kind of start to see where problems are. And then like Scott said, then if you are looking to get rid of a division or maybe you want to beef up advertising for that division, whatever, you if you look and see how that division is doing, then you can make better decisions on where you go from here with it. Well, absolutely. And then if you start looking at it like uh, we didn't do so well, whatever, on water features. Well, is it because you didn't, you know, you need to train your people better right. or, you know, is <laughs> why it, didn't you? Where yeah, was the problem? Yeah, yeah. You need to start honing in on things and figuring out why things weren't working out so well. You know, maybe you just need to train your guys better. You know, it took them way longer to do this project than it should have, you know, these multiple projects. So, yeah, well, that goes into the next topic Mm -hmm. is look at like your top 10, like best jobs, like most profitable jobs that you had for the year and also look at your worst ones from the year. (laughs) So if you're looking at them and you're like, okay, our ponds always knocked it out of the park. Those always did well. Okay. You're probably estimating those, right? Mm -hmm. Your crews are probably coming in on time or under for man hours, blah, 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 blah. If you consistently have jobs that are doing poorly, like if all of your hardscape jobs are coming in and you're losing money, then what went wrong? Did you not put enough time in your estimate? Were you leaving materials out? Was everybody moving too slow? Did you have a weird summer where it rained for three months straight or something so you couldn't be out on the job? I don't know. I'm just making things up. But well, yeah, that <laughs> if you aren't doing job costing. You need to be doing those type of things. You should be doing those. And that's going to Well, essentially, that's it. what this is, is yeah. job costing. Yeah, yeah, to give it a name. Yeah. Once you're doing this, you can fine tune it. And then one thing to take from that is if you are bidding in man hours and say production hours, whatever you want to call it, you're doing that, you can start writing down those numbers. Like it took these guys this much time to do mulch or whatever it is that project you're doing and start tracking those. That will help you estimate in the future for future projects. So, right. I was going to say, you can get down some rabbit holes with yeah. this, but if you just write down like big picture, if you write down those top 10 most profitable jobs and those top 10 worst yeah. jobs, write down the ones that made you money, write down the ones that did not make you money and just look for trends. Was it sometimes landscaping, sometimes ponds, sometimes mowing, or was it always something? Just look for trends because mm-hmm. then that gives you somewhere to start when you do start digging into things that are a little more fine-tuned, like Scott said, make sure you have man hours correctly, make mm-hmm. sure you're doing your job costing, stuff like that. And then this is in the book as well, because then you could just kind of start like writing down your notes on, okay, how can I do this better next year for 2021? Once you have all that information, you can kind of forecast what you think you should do for 2021. How much do you want to bump up your revenue? Do you want to kind of stay the same? maybe in sales, but just be more profitable because I think people kind of think about or don't think about that, but that is a tactic. Like maybe you did a half a million in sales, but your company just broke even. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. You don't have to necessarily bump up to that next sales goal to make more money. You could still do the same amount in sales, 
but go back and do your job costing. Look at your employees. Look for areas where you can be more profitable. Get that under control. And then in 2022, try and make more sales. Well, it's like the old adage, more money, more problems. It's the same thing here. <laughs> you want to set those goals of if you're at $500,000 this year, do you want to set it for seven fifty next year or whatever it is? Because then you go from having $500,000 problems to $750,000 yeah. problems. Well, then, so don't take your baggage with you. Well, then you may need <laughs> another truck. So that's more stuff, more right. insurance, more equipment. And then, you know, people to drive that. So you need more people. And if you're mm-hmm. having problems with hiring people now, it, like there's a whole, like Kitty said, you can go down a huge rabbit hole. You can get down a lot of rabbit holes. <laughs> but you can start looking at these types of things. And that, that brings up a good point. Like you said, just if you're staying at 500,000, maybe I'll stay there, but, but yeah, maybe you can make it more, yeah, be more profitable. profitable. So. But, or maybe you did 500,000 in sales and your net profit was 17%. That's really well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then now's a good time to start thinking about, okay, what can I do for growth in 2021? Mm-hmm. Where do I want to go to go forward from mm-hmm. here? And then you can break that down by division as well. Yeah. If you you can decide, okay, I want whatever landscaping yeah, division it, will be this. In the guide, it has you where you, you don't have to use it. So don't freak out because I don't remember how many I have on there, like four or five different divisions on well, there. Well, I would use the guide, but we yeah. have a lot of room for divisions. Yeah. Most people do not have that many divisions. We only ever had landscaping, well, hardscaping. Water, water features, features lawn, I guess, maintenance. lawn maintenance and yeah. snow plowing. Okay. Yeah, so, so we had five, <laughs> but not everybody's going to have five. Yeah. If you only have one or two, or if you are still at the point where it's just one, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't let this intimidate you at yeah. all. Everybody yeah. starts somewhere. No, and the nice thing too, this book real quick, just so you know, you can fit, this is a fillable book. So you can go online and fill it right on the computer. So if you don't like writing, you like typing like me. We'll yeah, see. that we differ there. I prefer to print things out and I have to write everything in pencil. I always have like no less than seven pencils laying around everywhere. And then I sharpen them all and it's noisy. He loves it. It's great. Or like Scott said, it's a fillable PDF. You can just fill it out online. And keep it somewhere. Well, the thing too, kind of with this, once you do these type of things, don't just like put it in a folder, put it in your file cabinet and tuck it away. Keep it out, hang it next to your wall. You need to look at these goals every so often and make sure you're staying on track with everything. Oh yeah. And you don't have to do this all yourself mm-hmm. either. You can have, if you have a trusted employee that you want to bring in to help you fill this out, that's mm-hmm. completely fine. Maybe you work with your spouse. Mm-hmm. I would just set aside some time to really sit down and honestly do it. Don't necessarily make everything up off the top of your head. Like uh, you might you, need to set aside an hour or two yeah. if you have to look back through your accounting software, if you have to dig back through jobs. This might not be something that you can do in 10 minutes. No, so you need to take an action and start planning these type of things. Right. And like we said, if you've got somebody that you can bring in to help you with it, that's even better. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I always prefer to do things with a buddy. I can easily just blow things off if I don't have any accountability. So we mm-hmm. hold each other accountable for a lot of things and doing stuff like that. Well, so, you pull ideas off one another or look at things different than you oh, know, totally. I look at things different she does. So Oh, that's, so. I think, one of our strongest points mm-hmm. in our business is the fact that it doesn't usually cause fights, maybe sometimes. But it is genuinely usually an asset that we look at things very differently. So it is always good to have an opinion from somebody else that you can chat about and not fight with on things. And then after you look at all that and think about all those things, just start writing out some action plans of what you can do to achieve these goals for 2021. You know, do you need to increase your ad spend? You know, we're big fans of Send Gym because that's something that you can use for your marketing. Maybe you've thought about it, never done it before. We can put some links in the show notes for that as well because we do have some awesome discounts because that's something you might want to work into your marketing plan. Maybe you want to start doing, I don't know. Well, if you want to start doing another, like if you want to get into water features or landscape lighting type of thing, you, you know, write this plan out and what you kind of expect to do. You know, if you want to do $50,000 in lighting this year, that's your goal. Write it down. I want to do $50,000 worth of lighting this year. 
And yes. then you can keep track of that during the summer. Like, oh, I'm only at $2,000. Well, what's going on here, you know? It's- right. And then I like that you said lighting because that <laughs> is a kind of an easy one. Like a <laughs> little tip here. If you're already doing drawings for customers, throw some lighting in yep. there. Even if they didn't ask for it, just throw it in and they might bite, like throw in a beginner's package. I like doing that in my proposal. So if I'm doing a, like a landscape job, they want their backyard landscape. I'll put in options of landscape lighting and have that as an option. Then they mm-hmm. see it like, oh, I never even thought about lighting. Yeah, we did this with small water features mm-hmm. all the time because uh, it's one of those things that people don't know that they want until they mm-hmm. see it. And then yep. they're like, what's that? Yeah, so yep. put those little things yeah. in there. So stuff like that, that is where you can start brainstorming this on this last page is just how am I actually going to reach these goals? Yep. And there's so many different training avenues out there anymore for oh, landscape yeah. lighting. There's water features, anything. There, there's so many training opportunities right now because everything's virtual. See if there's some way you can easily add some money to it. Exactly. So I think that about wraps it up. Like I said, this plan that we've got here for free, it's really that like 30,000 foot view. Mm -hmm. It will definitely get you started and then you can kind of hone in on things from there. But be sure you get it downloaded because it will definitely give you that little jump start if you're just like, I don't really know what I should do. Yeah, that's, you can sign up for it at milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash 2021. That's yeah, kind of weird saying or, I know, <laughs> 2021, it's time. Or like we said, if you're on YouTube, look in the show notes there. Yeah, yeah. Podcast, show notes, it'll be everywhere. If you're inside our Landscaping Business Owners Facebook group, we will post it in there as well. And if you're not in that Facebook group, get in there. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, so. A lot of great information, a lot of great people in there to help you out. So Yep. Yeah. righty. Oh, hey, we forgot. We've got pod deck questions. So- If you haven't listened to our podcast before, these are just little fun, silly questions that we like to ask at the end of each podcast. So I can't remember if it's Scott's turn to answer mine, but I'm going to ask him some because I don't remember. So do you have a favorite T-shirt? And if so, what is on it? Favorite T-shirt? I don't think I do. I'm pretty much an equal opportunity T-shirt. Yeah, you don't really get sentimentally attached to things. I guess I wouldn't say I really do either. But what do you go for? Like if you had a favorite, what puts it over the edge? Is it comfort? Is it style? Is it what's on it? Uh, I would say comfort's my biggest thing. I'm I'm getting older. I don't care about style as much as I used to. Because you were so stylish in the past. Look at this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, For anyone who is not watching this on YouTube. Yeah. Scott's got on a flannel. So not style. People, what is the most unique or weirdest thing you've ever eaten? I already know this. I want to see what answer you come up with, but I know what answer I have for you. Well, I've eaten crickets, I've eaten grubs, I've eaten worms. Yes. Um, Funny side story back when Scott was working out in the field all the time, the guys would take bets and like (laughs) pool their money to get Scott to eat things. And this is where all the grubs and crickets and worms came in. This isn't like what I'm feeding him for dinner. So he would do it for money. Yeah. I got kind of got myself, it bit me in the butt one time because they bet me to eat a grub. We're putting some sod down. So I think or something. I remember we dug up something. I pulled a grub out. Yeah. They bet me. So I popped my mouth and ate it thinking the homeowner was not there. And all of a sudden I hear somebody inside go, ah, they were watching you. I don't think I knew this part. I didn't see anybody there. Okay. We kept on going. And I don't remember. I walked up front, coming back from the front to the backyard again. And the homeowner walks out. She's like, if you're that hungry, I would have made you something to eat. Busted shenanigans and busted on the job. Yeah. So I no more of that. I can't do that on the job. That might be slightly unprofessional. You'll have to keep all your bug eating 
to yeah. at the shop. Uh, the one that always sticks in my head too, kind of a side note, you made bread that one time. Oh, I did. I made like homemade, I think it was pumpernickel um, like rolls. Yeah. And it was kind of dark. She made it like look like dog poo. I didn't intentionally make it look like <laughs> dog poop. I was trying to make like drop biscuits yeah. basically out of them. And one <laughs> came out because it was, yeah, it was pumpernickel. So it was real yeah. dark. And so it looked like poop. It did. So yeah. So we're <laughs> on a job site and I, I set it down in the landscaping and me and another guy were walking by. I grabbed it. He thought, I was dog poo. He's like getting sick. And I took a bite out of it. He started gagging almost to the point of vomiting. It was pretty funny. That's awesome. Yes. So the faux dog poo. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That's but. a pretty good one. I'm trying to think of, I forgot to bring the pod decks out here with me to ask you the question. So I'm just trying to think of ones off the top of my head. Have you ever been electrocuted? Uh, I've been zapped. Yeah. I've been zapped a couple of times. Yeah. Pretty good at work or just here at home? No, nothing at work. It was at the shop. I've been zapped to pretty good times. So Sparked. maybe if you're going to work on things, shut the power off first. Probably should. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps that up. <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys. hope Appreciate you learned a little more about Scott on that one. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Have a great day. Hey everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 